When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. This is the uh, Michigan update for spring. Um, part of Adam Brewer's uh, Bro Logic Pro uh, podcast. But uh, just get started off. I was super excited about going to the spring to the spring uh, game, checking it out because last year that's when I found out about Klee Hudson. That's when I found out about Klee Hudson. That's when I found out about Brandon Jennings. I mean, I mean Brandon Peters. Uh, a lot of things like the team speed of the defense by watching that game last year. I was super excited, but I wanted to see it live this year. Uh, Mother Nature fucked me, of course. Uh, so I wasn't able to do that. Um, so what I'm left with are some questions, some uh, some things, but everything I've seen, read, paid attention to is very exciting. And I'm just going to go over a few things. I don't plan on this to be a very long one, but the quarterback situation was one of the things that was found lacking mainly last year, I would say, because of... Offensive line sucked dick, so therefore our quarterbacks didn't get very much protection. Plus, let's face it, you got a guy like John O'Corn. God bless him, he tried, you know, but he's awful, just awful. Um, so what I'm mainly looking at is this. We all know Joe Milton, everything I've read and everything I've heard. Uh, Joe Milton, uh, long shot to start. Uh, he's probably in a red shirt, but his future is crazy bright. Like he's probably going to be our guy coming up, if not next year, the year after. Um, so we won't talk about him very much right now, but he's phenomenal from what I've heard. And I, I mean, that's what I wanted to see. Uh, two, the biggest question mark about Dylan McCaffrey, too skinny. Too fucking skinny. This kid's a fucking rail. You can't be 6'3", and I think that's what he is, 6'3", 6'4", and be like 185 pounds. You will get killed. You will, especially if we're having the same trouble that we are this year as we did last year with our offensive line. You will die out on the field. So Dylan McCaffrey, I'm not a smart kid, comes from a great Football background, football family, got it, wonderful. Who gives a shit if you're only 185? Get this kid 215 to 220, then come back and talk to me. So I don't think Dylan McCaffrey is a real threat until two years from now. Um, 
So I expect Milton and McCaffrey to have quite the battle to see who starts. Um, so that really breaks us down to Peters and Patterson. And now, granted, I, I have not seen the show on Amazon Prime because I hate to go back and watch us lose. But from what I've heard, he's, Peters is just a quiet kid, kind of a weirdo. Um, I don't really care. Here are the two things I want to say about both, both quarterbacks, or a few things I got to say about both quarterbacks. One, Peters. The only thing I didn't like about Peters was that when things didn't start going his way before he got the start, he wanted to leave because he didn't like being away from home. He didn't like blah. He didn't like this. He seems kind of like a complainer. Other than that, the kid's got the fucking tools. You can see the fire in the kid's eyes when he gets out onto the field. So I'm not worried about it when he's on the field if we can just protect the fucking kid. Uh, so that was the only thing that kind of soured me on Peters was his, his bullshit attitude. But then again, he's a kid. Like I said, he's a kid. So I got to give him, you know, we got to give him a break here. You know, sometimes, you know, as a kid, you say and do some stupid shit. Now, Patterson. I've not seen this kid play outside of what I've seen with Old Miss, but every picture... Everything. Every time I see him line up under center, he's phenomenal. You look at him. I haven't even seen him throw a pass yet with Michigan. But when I see him line up under center, I'm thinking, that's our guy. There's the field general. There is just something about the way he looks commanding the team that I have not seen in a very long time with a Michigan quarterback. You know, I just haven't. And I really believe Patterson is the guy. And I pray that the NCAA allows us allows him to play this year. I really do. If not, I have faith in Peters. I have I, I was a big believer in Peters last year. So I think Peters can do this the thing. And the reason that my faith is growing in this is because everything I've read now, I have gone I've turned over every stone I could. And I've listened to the people last year who panned our offensive line, and they seem to have done a 180 on our offensive line. I said this earlier, if we go back to one of the last podcasts I did, Cesar Ruiz is going to be the man, and he is. Uh, he's the leader. He's going to. He's now at his, his true position, which is center. He's going to lead that team. He's going to be a four-year starter. He's going to lead that team. And then you put Ben Bredson, and I can't remember the other cat on the other side of him. So you 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 sure up the middle, and then it's James Hudson, James Hudson, and uh, John Runyon Jr. Now, hopefully, we get Grant Newsom. Now that injury was awful. I mean, we almost had he almost got his leg cut off because of how bad the injury was. So hopefully we get Grant Newsom back somewhere halfway through the season. From what I've been heard, from what I've been told, and what I've heard is that he's been cleared to run and he's got some light duty going on with the team. I think he just resumed working out. And if everything I've been told is true, that's a positive. So hopefully midseason, Grant Newsom shores up one of the tackle spots. But this James Hudson, uh. It was a coin flip. Is he going to be a DN 
offensive tackle. So we've got an athlete. We've got an absolute athlete. Um, my expectations, this is going to be the hardest season we faced in a long time, but we have 18, I think 18 returning starters or something like that. It's something ridiculous. Um, I think we're going to throttle Notre Dame in the beginning. I think we're going to do what Miami did. Our defense is so nasty and so fast. Notre Dame has one guy, and that's their running back. Outside of that, I don't think Notre Dame's got anything. Notre Dame gets this fucking bullshit luck because they had no bullshit love that puts them in the top ten almost every year for no fucking reason. I'm glad because it's going to make it a great win for us when we beat the crap out of them by 15, um, maybe even 30. I mean, we're, I think we're going to light Notre Dame up. Um, MSU, see, now here's the thing. I'm tired of this whole talk about, oh, if Harbaugh doesn't win this year, he could get fired. Fuck off. Oh, he's he's won in something against Ohio, uh, Ohio State and Michigan State. Well, yeah, sure, he is. He only has one win against those two teams. But let's look at what's going on. All right? I'm tired of people just looking at the plain numbers and saying, oh, this is the truth. Wow, the numbers don't lie. Go fuck yourself. The numbers totally lie if all you're going to do is look at it. Because the first year against Michigan State, a fucking botched snap, uh, a blocked punt, and Michigan State wins. Oh, yeah. Woo, boy, they really dominate us on that one. Oh, and then the second year, we beat Michigan State at Michigan State. And then the third year, oh, hello, we had John O'Corn as our fucking quarterback who threw fucking three interceptions and two fumbles, and we still had the game-winning touchdown brought back because of a fucking holding penalty. What? That's not domination on Michigan State's part. That's just us shoving our head up our ass because we didn't have a fucking quarterback. Oh, and Ohio State, first year, granted, they whooped our ass. They outclassed us. They were a better team than us. That's just the way it fucking goes. First year. Second year, we fucking beat him. But Urban Meyer spent his fucking bonus to pay off the goddamn refs so he could get a preferential spot. They did not beat us. We beat them. That was our game. The next year after that, oh, Cord, are you kidding me? We have to play Ohio State with John fucking O'Corn. And here's the thing. He played out of his fucking head until he realized, until somebody fucking told him he was John fucking O'Corn. And then he shoved his head straight up his ass again, and we lost the fucking game. So where exactly are these two teams dominating us? They're not. Okay, yeah, we've been on the bad end of this. But let me remind you, we had we had seven overall starters. Not not even that. Fuck that. I'll say we had four overall starters return from the season before. Three on offense and one on defense. You tell me how good anybody else would do. Michigan State wouldn't even get a fucking win if that was the case. Ohio State, good luck. They'd be 8-5 just like us. 8-5 and five just like us. Hell, they were great last year and they had two losses. Could you imagine if they were only returning four starters? 
You know, I know Harb. I know people want to watch Harbaugh either dominate or die on the vine. I get it, but we've got to get out of this right now, right now, right now, right now. If he doesn't win, he's not great. Fuck you. He had to resurrect a goddamn program. And I know I said that all last year, so I'm not going to go over it again. But fuck you all if you think Jim Harbaugh needs to be fired. We were rotten from the within. I mean, the guy who left us, that Brandon dickhole, he just sank fucking uh, Toys R Us. I mean, give me a break. He can't run a goddamn business. So what, we think he was going to be a great fucking, uh, great for college football? Fuck no. Um. So we got a rough we got a rough season, like I was saying. Uh Michigan State will beat Penn State we should fucking kill because all they have is McSorley and some other kid. I mean Penn State was serviceable when they had Barkley and that tall ass eighty eight from their their tight end that was causing all that trouble. You take away eighty eight and Barkley, good night. You are gonna lose at least three games this year, Penn State. At least three. Maybe four. Um Ohio State, of course, always number one on our list to win. Wisconsin, fuck you. Until we lost, until we lost Peters, we were winning that fucking game. Thank you very much. It's back at the big house. We gotcha. Nebraska, fuck you, Scott Frost. The only reason why I bring up Nebraska because Scott Frost is going to run his whole fucking mouth this whole year about how we're shooting for the big boy. Blah blah blah. Uh, you know what? Fuck off. You're in the weakest goddamn division. This is another reason why I think we need to get rid of divisions in these big conferences and just do the best two teams play each other. Because look at the conferences. I mean, look at the division just in the Big Ten. Wisconsin has Iowa and Nebraska. And, okay, Northwestern, they had a decent year. Ooh, let's compare. So you, we're comparing Nebraska, Iowa, Northwestern, and and Wisconsin. We have Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State, and Michigan. Fuck off. That's retarded. That's super tough. That's one of the toughest divisions in college fucking football. Okay, so let's get rid of these fucking divisions and let's just go to the best two teams in the conference, play each other for a conference title. They'll make it a lot easier in the SEC because there's garbage in the SEC too, and it'll just make it better overall. Um, the squad that I'm most interested in seeing what what's doing the best is uh, the one I'm, I want to know most about is uh, the O-line. Because that that's the one that killed us. If if we had a better O line last year, Brandon Peters stays healthy through Wisconsin, we probably beat Wisconsin and we probably beat Ohio State. I'm telling you, if we had fucking Spate, and I'm not a huge Spate fan, but if we had fucking Wilton Spate, we beat Ohio State. So I mean, it's it's the plain and simple. I'm very curious about our O line. I've heard nothing but great things about what's coming up with our O line, so I'm excited. Uh, but that's the number one. That is the number one squad I'm worried about. Um, our quarterbacks are going to fall in line. It's either going to be Patterson or Peters. Um, both I think are incredibly talented young men. 
Uh, I have faith in both. I would rather see Patterson just because from what I see and what he evokes in me when I see him, he looks like a leader. He looks like that guy who's going to get in your fucking ass and be like, hey, listen, motherfuckers, I don't care if we're down by 10. We're winning this fucking game. Peters, I think, can do that, too. I think he just may have a different way of doing it because he's probably a little bit more soft-spoken. But I have faith in both. They both have the tools. They both have the arm. They both have the smarts. Uh, So I'm not worried about the quarterback if our offensive line does well. And if our offensive line doesn't do well, I'd rather have Patterson, too, because he's more mobile. Um, our D line, I mean, come on, our D line is probably going to be the best in the nation. If not one, uh, because you've got fucking, uh, Winovich coming back, right? And then you have Rashawn Gary, those two defensive ends, the two best, they're going to be the two best in the fucking nation. And then you throw in Aubrey Solomon. Oh, my God, Aubrey Solomon, towards the end of the year, you couldn't run on Aubrey Solomon. Good fucking luck. And then we have this kid. I don't even know. I can't even say the kid's name, so I'm not even going to try. But I've heard great things about this kid coming in as the second tackle. He's not going to be Mo Hurst because who the fuck can be? Mo Hurst is probably the greatest defensive tackle Michigan has ever had. And I'm not bullshitting. Probably the best the best we've ever, ever had. Not even a joke. Um, so he'll be missed, but this kid's supposed to be pretty fucking good. So then let's go to our linebackers. Klee Hudson, fucking Devin Bush, add in whoever else you want to. Those two are studs. I, I, I'm not even worried. Yeah, McCray is going to be missed. A fucking, he's a field general. That dude is tough, smart, always makes the right play, always in the right hole. He's just an an impressive, impressive uh, player, and he's totally going to be missed. Um, Now, I'm super excited about two, and I'll kind of combine them together. Um, The wide receivers and tight ends are going to be fantastic this year. Barring injury, okay? Barring injury, of course. Tariq Black was our best wide receiver till he got hurt. Peoples, I hear, has come, come straight up. He's looking great this year. So you got a Peoples who finally knows how to play college football instead of being a fantastic high school player. And Black, who's healthy and who already knew how to get open. And then you throw Gentry... Eubanks, I guess, is up 30, 20 to 30 pounds, looking fantastic. Uh, McEwen, but uh, McKeon, no, it's McKeon. But uh, to be quite honest, yeah, he's good, but can he catch? Maybe it was O'Corn. It was probably O'Corn. Never mind. McEwen, or McKeon, McEwen, whatever the fuck his name is, they're probably all great because O'Corn, awful. Just I'm sure he's a great kid, and I feel bad for panning on him, but he was fucking awful. So anyways, we'll just assume Gentry's going to be amazing at tight end. Um, our running backs, the only question I really have is, what happened to Kareem, Kareem Walker? This motherfucker was supposed to be the man, and every time I saw him touch a ball last year, he was going for at least six six yards plus. 
I can't find a fucking word on this kid other than an April Fool's that said that he had left Michigan. Now, if that's the case, God bless him. But, I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm not going to worry about him after that. But if he's still with Michigan, what happened to him? This kid had a bright future, I thought. Yeah, I mean, our running backs are solid. Higdon and fucking Hill. And then you've got, or no, uh, Higdon and Evans. And then you've got um, that fucking O'Murray. Son or whatever. I I don't even know. I don't Samuels, O'Murray Samuels. That's it. Woo! That kid's a grown man. They better check his fucking birth certificate. Because that dude is a grown man. It's ridiculous how big that, that that fucker is, and he's fast. So our our time, I mean, our running backs solid. Offensive line, if it's good, forget about it. We're we're going to be great. Um, our defensive our defensive backs, I'm pretty excited about, only because I want to see what this Miles Sims kid's all about. Um, he's six two, he's fast, he's long, he's smart. And uh, Deion Sanders compared him to a young him. If he's getting that kind of compliment, he's a freshman. I I, got to see what this kid's all about, you know. Um, Then that St. Juice, I hear, is phenomenal. And, you know, Hill's hurt. So is Watson. So that's, you know, that's a a worry. So who's going to fill in for those guys if it is? I, they'll probably be healthy by season start. So, I mean, Lavert Hill, come on, right? Fantastic. I'm not even going to worry about our – I'm just excited to see what our defensive backfield can do with Don Brown now for a second year. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, The other – then I'll end with this is uh, Rashad Gary. I don't know if this is right, but it looks like he's changed his number from 3 to 98. Uh, last time somebody ever did that, it was a Brady Hoke or, or, uh, Freddie Flintstone, um, giving it to the worst quarterback that Michigan's ever had. And I pan on John, John O'Corn, but Devin Gardner was the worst quarterback I have ever seen play football. Uh, I don't even know if he thought that was football he was playing. I don't know how he got drafted. He is the worst athlete I've ever seen come out of Michigan. I'm sure he's a fantastic person. I'm not making any judgments at, on him as a person. But when you have Devin Funches, 6'5", runs at like a 4'5", 40, whatever, can jump out the building and you can't utilize him, just throw it up and let him get the fucking ball, you don't deserve to be anywhere. You you need to flip burgers somewhere. Or use your degree, whatever you got from Michigan. You don't, you're, dis, you're a disgrace. Devin Functions, we wasted that kid. So the last time we let somebody wear 98, the hallowed 98, which was Tom Harmon's number. For any of you who don't know, here's a little Michigan fucking history. Tom Harmon was the first, I believe, quarterback to ever win the Heisman for Michigan. Or maybe he's just the first quarterback in general that won the Heisman. I can't remember, but he was 
the first quarterback to ever win it for Michigan. I think he was the third or fourth person to ever win the Heisman. Uh, Mark Heim- Mark Harmon's, by the way, father. Mark Harmon, quarterback for UCLA, also an actor. So that's probably where you heard the last name before. But Tom Harmon, a true Michigan man, a true stud, and we disgraced his number by allowing a joke of a person or the, no, not of a person. I'll take that back because I'm sure Devin Gardner is a good kid. Uh, a joke of a football player, a disgrace of a football player, somebody who should have never worn that number ever. Um, and Rashad Gary is going to win it. I or wear it. I think it's a fantastic move. There's nobody I would rather see in that number than Rashad Gary. Uh, I think Rashad Gary is a leader. I think he is a fantastic player. And I think we finally made the right decision on who should be wearing such an important number for our team. Uh, I can't wait to see this year. I personally think that we're going to go undefeated. Um, We have one of the toughest schedules in the nation. We have some like seven or eight teams that are already in the top 15. But if Michigan plays the way they're supposed to, and that's with offensive line play because we got that new offensive offensive line guru, um, our, uh, I just I don't see how we can lose. Our defense is so solid. Our, off- our fucking quarterbacks are good, good quarterbacks. I don't know how we lose. Because if you let our defense rest and we take a few long drives and score some touchdowns, our defense will choke the life out of any team anywhere. We couldn't do it last year because our offense sucked dick. We sucked so much dick that the balls rested on our chin. That's how bad we sucked on offense last year, mainly because of offensive line. Drevno was awful. I don't even know why we still have him. Um, so last year was a nightmare because of that. We were young, too. And we were still third, I think. I think we still were total third in the nation as a defense. And we seem to be on defense the whole game. And our defense, the way aggressive, uh, how aggressive our defense is, we can't be on there the whole game. And we were still third in the nation, I think. Unbelievable. So if you give them some time, we're going to choke the life out of people. We're going to Debo some dudes. We're going to straight strong arm rob these motherfuckers. Um, But we need the offense to do their fucking job. And if they can do their job, we got the Florida coach who's with the wide receivers and Roundtree's who with the wide receivers. Hopefully they make an impression because if black and people's play the way they if Black plays the way he did last year, and then Peoples isn't always double or triple teamed, and we actually have a quarterback who can give him the fucking ball because the quarterback has some motherfucking time, forget about it. If our offensive line plays great, if we go from an F offensive, F rating offensive line, which we had last year, to a B, we, we're, we don't lose. How are you going to stop our running backs? How are you going to stop our running backs? How are you going to stop our, our wide receivers? How are you going to stop our tight ends? How the fuck are you going to start stop our fucking quarterbacks? By giving us a shit offensive line. 
Now, if everything I've heard is right, our offensive line is going to be good. That's the key. That's always been the key. That's the key to every football game. Whoever wins the fucking line, that that imaginary line where that ball sits, the scrimmage, whoever wins that wins the game. So here's a Michigan man update, uh, a little spring fling. Uh, I can't wait to see this team play. Uh, I'm foaming at the mouth. I love this team. I love this team. I love them. And I love Jim Harbaugh. I love what he's doing. I love Dan Brown. Don, Dan Brown. Don Brown. I obviously, I've been drinking a little bit, but Don Brown. I love these guys. These guys are just, they do so much. And they've turned around this team from such a shithole. I mean, we were an absolute disgrace. We had Devin fucking Gardner as our starting quarterback. Who the fuck would do that? Nobody. That's who. Not a fucking person. We had him playing as our starting offense of our main guy, our quarterback. Oh, what a nightmare. And Jim Harbaugh had to come into that. And he switched everything up. And now we're winning again. So... This is Adam Brewer saying that we're going to be 11-0, 12-0, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, the only games that really scare me, obviously, are Notre Dame, just because it's a, it's a fucking rivalry game, so you never know what's going to happen, but I think we're going to throttle them. Michigan State, we have them in the big house. No, no, we don't. We, we're at Michigan State this year. We're going to whoop them. We're going to whoop them. Uh, but you never know. That's one game you always have to fucking worry about. I hate worrying about that game because it's a joke. Um, Ohio State, obviously. Penn State, we're going to beat the shit out of. Wisconsin, I think we're probably 14 better than. I, I don't, I don't want to hear about this hell. Wisconsin's like Novocaine. They, they put you to sleep. That's the only reason why they fucking win is because they fucking they bore you to death with how boring their offense is. It's just so goddamn awful to watch. Love their defense. Love their offensive line. But fuck, man, they're so boring. Fuck off. So, yeah, no, they'll put you to sleep, but I think we're we're faster than they are. We're more athletic. We're going to win that game this year. It's at the big house. Um, Nebraska, fuck Nebraska. I hope we beat them by 50. Um then you know we I, I think we have Indiana on the schedule. They're all oh, they always scare the shit out of me. The last three fucking years they've scared the shit out of us. We had to go into overtime within the first year of Harbaugh being back. We needed uh, we needed fucking Davion Smith. Yeah, Davion Smith, uh, Mister Jekyll, Mister Hyde running back to fucking turn on the gas and win that second game for us, the second year for us. And then last year, we fucking barely did it last year. I mean, you know, they scared the hell out of me. I don't know what to do. But anyways, that's where we're at. Fucking super excited. Uh, I hope you guys listen to this. I hope it gets out. I, I, I want to do more of these. I actually want to start interviewing players and people and all this kind of stuff. So with your support, hopefully that shit happens, right? So, guys, take care. We're going to be undefeated this year. Uh, this is the year we're going to do it. I really have faith in it. it's going to be our toughest year, our most trying year, but we're going to do it.
God bless our offensive line because that's the one thing we need to come through. Everything else will follow. All right, this is Adam Brewer signing off, guys. Take care. Oh, and always go blue.